0: What if I ask you, what if T'Challa became a Star Lord? That is both the question asked and the title of the second episode of the animated Marvel Disney series, What If, over on Disney Plus, and the topic that we're going to be discussing tonight. Uh, welcome to the MCU pod. I'm your host, Grant Davis. And alongside me are my buddies, uh, good buddy Elliot Fontenelle. Hey. And our buddy, uh, Martin Thomas, TV hey. and uh, film critic extraordinaire.
1: Hello. Happy to be here. Thank, thanks for the invite. You're man about town. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I'm here.
0: You are here. Uh, Mike was unfortunately busy mopping the Dairy Queen. He could not join us for tonight. No. That's okay. <laughs> We're going to be okay well, without I- him.
1: I, I did spill my blizzard there just so i could take his spot yeah <laughs> threw it against the wall
0: You're like ah <laughs>
1: ran off clean that up
0: <laughs> You know, it's
2: funny um, i wish somebody could explain to me why there why there are so many dairy queens like out in the country like not in cities like not in big cities but like you drive through small town Texas, there's nothing but dairy queens and sometimes confederate flags
1: yeah well you know it, it's interesting when you live in a region you don't know what's readily available elsewhere because uh, my youngest daughter, she loves Dr. Pepper. Right? I mean, all, all through the whole pandemic, I was constantly going to a store to buy six packs and 12 packs and cases of Dr. Pepper for her. Um, and she just left to to back to go back to college in D.C. And she's like, man, I'm taking my last sip of Dr. Pepper. And I was like, what's the matter? You can't find Dr. Pepper in D.C.? And she's like, Nah, it's actually pretty hard. There's all these other alternatives, but Dr. Pepper is not readily available like it is here. And then you think about it, well, we do have a Dr. Pepper bottling plant right over in Waco. But I mean, well, the the museum, but you just never think that much about it. But yeah, it's apparently not as easy to get everywhere. So, you know, we see Dairy Queens all over the, the, yeah, you're right. They're in the little country towns, but, you know, they're in the big cities, at least in Texas, but elsewhere, who knows? Yeah.
0: Because Star-Lord's from, or uh, Peter Quill, rather, he's from Minnesota or something like that? Uh, Missouri. 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 Okay, okay. I was going to say Minnesota. I-, I didn't know that Dairy Queen extended way up there, but Missouri, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, know, I, I remember. I, okay, sorry. No, I, always, I just always thought of Missouri as a Midwestern state, but it has lately proved itself to be very Southern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh,
2: it's that Mason-Dixon state. Yes, <laughs> it's like uh, I was like I only remember he's from Missouri because it's one of the funniest lines in Infinity War. He's like, I'm not from Earth. I'm from Missouri. That's on Earth, jackass. What, what are you ask? Let me know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so, folks, yeah, like I
0: said, we are going to be discussing the second episode of What If, and uh, every week we go ahead and broadcast this live over on YouTube, so if you get the opportunity, you can come join us Friday nights at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time over on youtube.com slash Pod, and uh, you can join us in chatting about this, and if you uh, put comments over on the side, we can sometimes pop them in as we're having our discussion Um And you know what? I'm going to skip all the other stuff. Let's just go ahead and jump into Talking Marble. I'm not going to do any of the other house cleaning, whatever it is. Um, I'm so
1: sorry. I I didn't know it went live at nine. I was just like, yeah, if I show up at 9.05, they'll be fine. Oh, (laughs) Oops. No, No, you're fine.
0: You showed up on time.
2: So we were able to just roll. Okay, And I hate cleaning, so this is good for me.
0: Uh, One note I did want to say before we do talk about this episode, did either of you guys see the newest Eternals trailer?
2: It was amazing. I did watch it.
0: It was significantly better than the first one, at least, the trailer. (laughs) It was like... Okay, this is a different tone. This actually seems like it's a Marvel movie instead of some sad Terrence Malick flick or something. <laughs>
1: I never <laughs> expected to be a Terrence Malick. <laughs> See, it it's seems awesome. sad and artsy, and I was like, "What is it's, this?" It's, it's just so, you know, Marvel knows that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't give them the good trailer first. We, <laughs> we, 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 the first trailer is just to let them know who's in it and that we are actually working on it. Yeah. The, the next couple trailers is when we give you like, all right here's what you're getting into. But we still, like, I to show you everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: no, I get the sense it's going to, like, m- like I really think the Eternals is going to pull one of those, like, Chaz Palmentary situations where there's, yeah. I really think there's going to be some big reverse with the characters, like, because Marvel always will sort of twist things. But between, between this Eternals trailer and the Dune trailer, I am incandescent with anger and rage that it's not as safe as I wanted to be to go to the movie theaters right now because oh. they look gorgeous right i think it was uh Dennis Villeneuve I don't know how i say his name Villeneuve, yeah, he, Villeneuve. Said, yeah, he said yeah he said going to see the dune, the dune movie seeing it at home is like putting a speedboat in your bathtub and like watching mm-hmm. just just the the shots in this in the Eternals trailer i really want to see it in the theaters and I'm just like, come on, come on, people! Get, get your shit
1: together. Well, Elliot, something I can tell you is that the way the uh, the film reps have worked with the theaters, it's been a, a big point of making sure everybody wears masks okay. and sits far enough apart from each other, social distancing, and only take your mask down if you're going to eat. So they've kept it safe. Okay. Uh, up until the last couple weeks. I went to two screenings last week and I was like, wow, nobody gives a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this is bad. <laughs> it, 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 it took them so little time to get lax about this.
2: You sound like Ralph Wiggum in uh, The Simpsons, like, I'm in danger. <laughs> but,
1: but, but something I can say that to, for people uh, people who are smart are waiting till a movie comes out uh, and waiting a week or two after it's already out yeah. and then going where there's hardly anybody there.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like I actually bought a ticket for Shang Chi, and I'm not gonna go and use it just because I feel like it's important to support that movie. Not that Marvel or Disney needs the money, but I like that it's a it's a minority led superhero movie, and I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, and I would be there otherwise. So I, it's like ten bucks. So it's not a big deal. I
0: will take your ticket
1: and I will attend. <laughs> you just <laughs> <seriously>, I'll, <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> There you go, Grant. don't let that go to waste. <laughs> I mean, don't don't you know that it's that it's now trendy in Hollywood to support an Asian proj- projects?
0: They well, it do, it, that they, they, it, they do it for the virtue
1: points now.
0: Yeah. The uh I I went and saw Black Widow um opening weekend and there was no one in my theater. There's like four other people. <laughs> it was okay. like, okay. I don't know, it felt fine. Um, oh, they, we well, all sat right I, next to each other and just like coughed at each other, but it
1: was <laughs> and 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 with Scarlett Johansson, and the people looking over and going, See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, like <laughs> where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, and then uh, Shang-Chi, I, I guess the movie has started uh, screening for some people, and it sounds like a lot of the reviews are very excited, very positive about it.
2: Well, it's it, I, it, they are positive right now, but it could be a mirage, because they they've, don't, they've don't, only shown it to fans so far.
1: Okay. Yeah. Don't 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 put any stock in early reviews. Um, but I but I did see it earlier this week. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah. Oh man, I, I can't wait to, <laughs> so, hear to say later. I so wait, do you think? Later. Eh? <laughs> it's no, no. It's just that it's embargoed. Yeah. It's, ah. it's a weird thing because the embargo is lifted if you want to talk about it on social media. But it's it's still in effect to talk about it in an actual review, and with this, I don't know where that falls. Oh, don't mess and, with it. And and I've we've we've had trouble lately where uh, an embargo was was eleven a.m. on a Thursday morning, but we talked about the movie at two a.m. on a Wednesday, or like like I guess it was technically Thursday, but it was still you know what uh, nine yeah. hours ahead, and we got an angry email about it. So I'm just kind of like, all right, just trying to stay, just back away and not have an issue.
2: Yeah, yeah well, stay, stay
1: as far away from that line as you can. All mm-hmm.
0: right. Interesting. I'm, I'm still very yeah. excited to see it. Uh, well, let's go ahead and jump in and talk about what if episode two, like I said, it was called What If T'Challa Became a Star-Lord? And uh, this is the second episode written by matthew chauncey and directed by brian andrews the imdb synopsis for this is the rough and tumble space pirates known as the ravagers abduct t'challa instead of peter quill that's it yeah that's uh, pretty pretty straightforward uh we'd like to start this as always with our snap judgments
1: Yeah, if we're
0: going to get dinged for anything, it's going to be for ripping off that song. <laughs> <This intro. laughs> uh, Martin, would you like to go ahead and go first and give us your your first impressions about this episode?
1: Uh, well, my impressions of this episode was uh, great. I, I know you probably got a lot, a lot of flack for your feelings about the first episode. Uh, um. I-
0: it was mixed, actually. I think with our audience, a lot of people were just kind of like agreeing with me. They had some gripes about the first episode.
1: Well, I, you know what, it, it was one of those things when when you were uh, voicing your gripes, and other people were were, were getting mad at you because uh, there's a lot of people who really like people like me who've seen the first three and they like the first one best. And to me, of the three, it was the weakest. And for a lot of the reasons you said although I even rewatched again and halfway through, I was like, yeah, but I still like this episode, like halfway. It, it won me over. But you, the thing you said about how it's like, okay, what if Peggy Carter was captain America or captain Carter instead of Steve Rogers? And it's like, eh, almost nothing changes. It's just swapping two different people. Yeah. She
0: had to follow his same story beats in a way.
1: Yes. But with what if T'Challa had been abducted instead of Peter Quill, so much changes. Um, this episode for me was like watching what would have been the better sequel to guardians of the galaxy, but also watch, when you get through this whole episode and I go, wow, this really does prove that Peter Quill is just trash. Because with <laughs> in that role, everything works out really well for everyone. And they're so, they're all better people for it.
0: <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I, I definitely think that's, Part of the intent here is they're drawing a, a clear distinction between Peter Quill and T'Challa, <laughs> and how everyone reacts around those two people. This is not going to help the internet uh, think that I know he's the worst
1: Chris. The worst Chris.
2: Yeah. yeah. I just I so strenuously disagree. I <laughs> well, I'm so angry
1: and it, it is so clear. But go
2: ahead, Martin. Are you you're done with yours? Your assessment. Because uh, I mean I'll, I'll I'll have more to say later, but okay. sure. <laughs> Elliot, jump on in then. Okay. I guess like I was like I, I was good like I'm gonna still try to be fair to this episode, but now I have to bury this episode to save Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in their in, in the original Star Wars. You really do <laughs> I really do. Apparently <laughs> I'm gonna just bury this episode. But but my 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 snap judgment or my hot quake is that these shows I don't view them as pieces of composed media so much as I could view them as as pilots. It's just a season of pilots. Okay. And there are things that if you want, because I, I, I watched this episode three times because it was bothering me. Because it's good. It's well put together. The animation's amazing. I, I really like the art style. But it, you know, it's fine to do. It, it's exciting to do a what if and, you know, to, to theorize and go, well, what if T'Challa was abducted instead of Peter Quill. But the problem is they don't stop there. Like they and they and they don't they don't really I don't need a complete line drawn for me, but they 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 don't they don't show me enough of how things happen and I worry that it starts to cheapen the uh, the rest of the MCU because you undercut your decisions made in other movies and you can say but it's just a, it's just a thought experiment but it's like yeah but you're telling me a conversation or even a series of conversations over the course of years decades could have stopped the mad titan then he's not that mad he's just sort of rush limbaugh with with a workout routine like <laughs> it's it's it, and it's like oh so now you're telling me that one guy t'challa could make the ravagers not like money and and again, I was gonna let a lot of this go, but I I really do have a problem, and I'm taking this surprisingly personal. I don't know why, but <laughs> I know you 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 are, you are I, very much invested in the Guardians movies, though. Well, because like I really I really really like the second one, like I think it has one of the best like one of the best endings of any of the MCU's M- MCU movies. Um, but I think it really sort of starts to undercut the characters in the MCU, because you're basically calling Peter Cole trash. Not you, but like the show is. It's like, man, if he wasn't such a a, a a man baby that couldn't get over his shit in 80s shows, man, the entire galaxy would be better. Fuck that guy. And it just, it feels almost metatextual at this point. It's like, man, we really miss Chad with Bozeman. But man, fuck Chris Pratt. Like,
1: it really felt like they went out of the right, way. All right, all right. I, I have nothing against Chris Pratt. No, no, With not you. I'm talking about, about the creators. But but I can say personally, all those things you said about Peter Quill, I felt that in um, Infinity War at, at the at the moment where he ruined things. I was like, oh, this fucking guy. Jesus.
2: No, but, <laughs> like, but the point of that characterization in Infinity War, it's ex- everything he did in Infinity War, he literally did before in Guards of the Galaxy Volume 2. Like his entire plan for Thanos was to put him to sleep. He did that to Ego. He had Man- uh Mantis do that. And then he just reacts without thinking. He did that in volume two. It was it was completely consistent. Say that part back again. It was completely consistent.
1: No, before that, he reacts without thinking. Yeah, but that's part of his character. Yeah, he's impulsive. I, yes, yes, it, it, it is. It's consistent. I, but I, I feel free to not like that. No, no, you're thing. free to go. You're free to not but, like. But, it. I just I
2: worry about <laughs> the when you contrast. And I think it's a completely ide- idealized version of T'Challa, because he wasn't this much of a Boy Scout I- as he is in this show, as he was in the Black Panther movies. There's the, yeah, they, they really do,
0: uh, you know, make, make him just like a perfect Boy Scout here, like you're saying. And
2: it's just like, and then like another another point, you know, and this is what I'm talking about. though, they're extrapolating a little too much. We know what. Um, What uh, I forgot the name of the 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 Digimon Hansu's character.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Diamond Hansu. I I forget his character's name also. But that was one of the things I liked so much about it was that his character, that little bit he shows up in the first Guardians. I was like, man, I dig this guy, and he's taken out. So it was great to have him have so much more to do here, and his character was wonderful. But the problem is, we saw him earlier in Captain Marvel. Yeah, like.
2: Well, yeah. he doesn't seem like he'd be that guy as he, as he is in What If, and they don't explain that difference, like at all. Like you're just like, okay, that you're he's kind of silly and playful. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is okay. it just that you got to see us? Uh, you got to
1: see see T'Challa, Star Lord, and that turned you into a fanboy. But isn't that the James Gunn way to take any character, no matter how serious, and make them kind of silly and whimsical? I guess.
0: I mean, I I like the idea that. T'Challa's existence in in the broader um, galac- galaxy of the MCU had an impact on Korath's life. That even though he seems a bit more um, hostile and, and maybe even jaded in in our regular timeline of the MCU, the existence of T'Challa does give him someone who he does he finds he roots for. Even though he goes a similar path to the point where when he he confronts him, he can't help but fanboy. And and shows like a more genuine side of his personality, like those things for me, like track in the, in the the grander scre- scheme of like this butterfly effect of mm-hmm. of if one little thing changes a lot of trajectories. I like that. I like that more than seeing um, him still go to Morag Morag or wherever and and still get the power stone because that felt like that's a, a plot for plot beat from what Peter Quill's Star Lord went through. Um, and I, I would think that those, those plot lines wouldn't, um, coincide in that way. Although going to the collector, uh, tracked
1: for me as far as oh uh, his trajectory. Because the collector is supposed to be kind of like a, you know, a big figure in all this. And yet in guardians, he's treated like a joke and taken out so easily. Mm-hmm. So here, like, like for a lot of these characters that I thought got, they, they were brought in just for like, like James Gunn does this where he you know he'll take a character who has a rich history and go like yeah but i got a great gag for you you perform that gag now get the fuck out of here um (laughs) but here a lot of these characters had a lot more brought to them especially with the collector because he was taken out so easily before he just seemed like a joke and here you go like no okay now this is the collector this is why he was somebody to be feared and was able to collect all these
2: these look and, and, and i'll give the show a lot of credit for that because it makes sense that he'd be a lot more feared because you don't have the Mad Titan out there. There's sort of a power vacuum, and if you mm-hmm. don't have somebody tracking down the stones and probably heading off everyone in your conquests, then you're not going to get the headdress of of the Goddess of Death. Like you're just yeah. you're just going to mostly just try to work within. You're going to try to work on the side, on the cracks, so that you don't run up against Thanos because you think he's probably going to kill you, and you're right. So right, that's meant- ultimately yeah, his yeah. fate. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I want to step back a little bit to your defense of Peter Quill. And maybe oh. this is getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but um, I, I don't think that this necessarily was dragging uh, his name through the mud because ultimately, if you contrast this with our main timeline, our main timeline um, does show the value of Peter Quill becoming Star Lord even more so than T'Challa. is great as Star-Lord and, and arguably better in most ways. But where he isn't and why our prime timeline Star-Lord is the most important is because this is a man who would, when it comes to it, challenge his father and take down his father, Ego the Planet. Dude, whatever his name is. Ego the Living Planet. Yeah. Ego yeah. the um, yeah. yeah. He He... He's the one who uses his own, like, uh, you know, immortality. He, he forsakes immortality and, and grandiose power for, for love and friendship. And he, he does it almost without hesitation as soon as he learns what his, his dad's actually up to. Um, spoiler alert. And I, I think that's, that's a testament to that character and it's unique and it's why ultimately that timeline survives and why it's important that he becomes Star-Lord. So a, as much as this one puts like a rosy spin on all these other aspects of why T'Challa would could could ultimately be better, yeah. um, he's he's T'Challa is likely living in a timeline where um, ego does take over the galaxy and, and they're all dead soon enough anyway.
2: Yeah, possibly. possibly. And, and, and honestly, it's it's not even the show's fault, and that's why I'm not gonna I'm not gonna add this into my evaluation. But there's just so. And I am not Chris Pratt's publicist. I don't get paid enough. I wish I did. <laughs> um, but there's such like this, like this thing like this energy online, where like, online, it's like, it's like high school. They like to pick, pick winners and losers. It's like, who's the, yeah, who's the guy that we hate? and Who's the guy that we love?
1: And it's no, like, I, I, I ignore all that.
2: And it, it's, I, I am, I have not gained that skill yet. And I'm going to try, <laughs> but they, I've seen it a lot on online this week. It's like, man, we could have, T'Challa, what a king! It's like in Chris Pratt, just problematic trash. And it's like, I can't <laughs> play the
1: character, guys. Can, can can I bring up the fact that um, in this episode, mm-hmm. it is very clear that Drax still has a family because of T'Challa.
2: Yes, right. Well, to convince Thanos to to lay down his arms, which that's why I think it's more of a pilot because they're setting up stuff that you want to see. Like yeah. I want to see. How he does that, because you gotta explain it more. You can't just say it's oh you know I convinced him it made more sense. It's like, no, it was probably like they kept meeting in battles and he's maybe working on them the entire time.
0: Well, I I mean I I love the idea that there was ground there for a philosophical debate that could have fixed that problem and made made thanos see a degree of reason or at least take a step back for another an alternate solution to what he saw as a dire issue um and and the fact that uh black panther was taken out of play in infinity war before he ever even got to meet and potentially confront thanos is is great it's it's like this is one of those people who does have that true heart of a hero or that character that could appeal to someone in it with just a discussion, I mean, that's that's uh Superman, that's that's even kind of what we get with um WandaVision when um the two visions face off, like they, they don't have a physical battle, they just like have an intellectual discussion, and they're like, all right, deuces, we'll, we'll see you later,
2: <laughs> Honestly, Grant. Like, that is that's a, that's a wonderful point, and honest to God, actually, just that just made Infinity War and What If better for me right now because you're right. Black Panther doesn't get to talk to Thanos at all, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. and it and it's no, like
2: but... I could it just and he's probably too far gone by the time he gets to Infinity War, but maybe it's, a, it's, yeah, it's all
1: conflict at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah. But if you watch the, the the what if though, Thanos keeps on coming back to it. He's like it does make sense.
1: It's well, no, no, no. That's that's what that's that's the good thing about it. it's like like Thanos is chill and he's smiling, which is fun, and he's mm-hmm. able to like just hang and be a dude, but he's still like. I feel like i had a good idea i mean yours is better so i went with it but hey don't I, i'm sticking to my guns i love everyone else is like it sounds like genocide <laughs> Just
2: a little bit <laughs> a little
1: bit <laughs> but it was random see so it, that way
2: <laughs> i love that they, that they even comment on when, he, when they find the embers of genesis it's like hey that could feed a bunch of people what about that thanos He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I <know.
0: laughs> uh, so I wanted to ask you guys. Now that we've seen, we've seen two episodes. Martin, you have seen a third episode so mm-hmm. far, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen more than that?
1: Yes. Yeah. No. Only the three. Okay. What's the third one. Uh, it, I guess it'll be out Wednesday. It, it, I. What I'll say without spoiling anything is that it goes back to the first Avengers movie, and it's a murder mystery. Okay. It's it's, it's 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 thematically it's different than the others.
0: Okay. Um I, I guess I, I wanted to ask, you know, we've seen these two episodes discussing I guess th- thus far. Um do you think these present otherwise a better version of the universe than the one that we are
1: in? Uh no. I know I know I, I think at at their heart they they it, they succeeded what they're trying to do which is present in alternate universe. Hey, what if it went this way? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, for us, I'm not talking any kind of multiverse thing, but these couldn't exist without what we've already seen. Uh, It, you know, they, on on their own, you'd be like, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. But, you know, as much as I I love the second episode, and it's probably my favorite of the three, it's still, it's so much of it is because of what has come before and what I can play it off of.
0: Right. Right. It, it all operates on the context of the other films being in mm. our, our catalog, which is kind of that other question I have of how does this work for someone who doesn't know all of the movies? I don't think it works at all. Oh, no, yeah,
1: no. Uh, this is just fan service. It works. It works. If you've seen a uh, in game and infinity war, and Black Panther. If you see if those are the only movies you saw, it works.
2: I mean, it does, but it it feels like they felt the freedom to have it be so continuity focused, since they knew fewer people were going to watch it because it's animated.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they, exactly. It, it's animated. It's it's on a pay service. So if you're watching this, it's because you've been invested already. No, nobody's going to accidentally stumble onto this.
2: No. Cause like my uh, my sister in law, she was like we were. I was like about to watch. She's like, oh, what are you gonna watch? I'm like, I'm gonna watch this What If episode. And she's like, oh, can, uh, should I watch it? I'm like, well, you want to watch Black Panther, Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy, you guys are very 2, To Infinity War to watch Infinity War, you need to watch da, 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 da. And it's <laughs> right, like yeah. this is your this is your this show is the the dissertation of like of your thesis when you should when you should have started in kindergarten. <laughs>
1: like yes. Yes, you're, you're right. I, I, how did I miss the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yeah, you wouldn't need to watch all those for this to make sense. To I you. mean,
0: I I did watch both of these first two episodes with <laughs> my daughters. They're, they're six and eight, and they seem to follow along without... They kind of know some of the other Marvel movies. I think they've seen a few of them here and there, but... I, they were laughing along. They loved Korath. They were laughing at uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. just the beats of this episode and thought it was really fun. But I, I do think that they were missing a lot of the, you
1: know, secondary layers. Um, well, it could it could be one of those things where you can watch something because there's there's several people I know who, who I work with, grown ass people in their 30s and 40s, uh, or even 50s who watch Watchmen. And I was like, "Oh, you've never read a comic book. How's it's going to work for you?" And they loved the TV show. Yeah, just absolutely loved it. So you know, sometimes somebody can come into something and watch it and thoroughly enjoy it without knowing all the other stuff. You know, right? So, and because we know we're so steeped in all that, it's hard to really have an idea of what's going to work for somebody who doesn't know and, and no, you know those, who doesn't doesn't know.
2: Yeah, those are those are really good points, and I think I will revise my answer. Like if you watch. If you, especially the first episode, if you watch that just without knowing anything else, it could play as like this cool like World War Two, mm-hmm. like sort of campy send up, and it's like the the art design is just so good. Like the animation is of a quality. It looks like like a better version of the Atlantis a- animation from like the two thousand one movie.
1: Oh wow, yeah, that's a good good, good point. Yeah, it's Very like it's point. like it's more.
2: Yeah, it, that that was one of my favorite uh, Disney movies, but like it um. It just looks so good and it's easy to follow. I can see you enjoying it, but like you're, it's like, it's like you're eating a burger when you could be eating a steak.
1: And it's like, well, it's it's good.
0: You got that guy just ready in the background. Oh,
1: I just look behind. And it's like, oh yeah, he's always
0: right over my shoulder. He <laughs> just got like <laughs> out there. Action figure so ready to go. Uh, another question I had when watching this uh, now that we've gotten two episodes, do you guys think there is a chance? that some of these episodes are connected in the same they're in the same universe
1: i i do you think these first two are i've heard that and it's it's weird because watching this the the second and third i don't see any evidence of it but there's the rumor that peggy carter connects all of the series but i at this point i don't see how that is yeah, I don't uh, if she's the...
0: able to channel the space stone, maybe she can just jump between <laughs> I mean, I guess. Universes? I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't I don't think they're in the same universe because we saw the Captain America Shield in the That's right in the background of the collector. And there wouldn't have been one in the Peggy Carter universe. But I do think Excellent they might, point. Yeah. They might be building to like the Watcher. He does he doesn't interfere, but maybe there's something that happens that he has to <laughs>
0: Legends of you know, Tomorrow.
2: It's yeah. It's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, he pulls together like a multiverse Avengers because one of the things Marvel's really been working towards is Marvel doesn't want one Avengers, they want like six. They want mm. six different lines, they want a cosmic, they want a they want a street level, they want a world level, they want a magic, and now they want multiverse.
1: And and dark Avengers, don't
2: forget yeah. that. Yeah, they, they want their their thunderbolts, yeah. They're dark Avengers because they're like, look, money is great for more money is
1: better <laughs> <laughs> so what you money? <laughs> if you don't have a religion then what else is it to strive for but money
2: no there was I watch a lot of uh Lindsay Ellis videos and she did like a breakdown of the 90s Disney and there was one quote that really to me encapsulates Disney for the past like 30 years and I think it was um I forgot the guy's name he was the longtime CEO during the 90s Michael
1: Eisner
2: yes Michael Eisner. And he's like, I think he says something to the effect of, "We our obligation is not to make art. We may incidentally make art, and that's great." It's just like, it's one of the reasons that that Kevin Feige is so great in getting like a James Gunn, and getting people that are artists and Chloe Zhao, because if you don't, it's just going to be soulless. And it, I worry about Marvel getting away from the creators, because you watch something like this, this episode of What If. And I really did miss James Gunn's touch. I'm like, it didn't feel like Guardians, and it didn't quite feel like Black Panther. It didn't even feel like a real mashup of the two. It just felt completely different, and it felt very corporate.
1: Huh. I felt almost the opposite of that. Okay. I mean, okay, I won't say the opposite, but I will say that I I love the first Guardians to death. Um, Mm -hmm. But with Guardians 2 and even the new Suicide Squad, I felt like... When James Gunn is given too much leeway, he has a tendency to go, yeah, the story's fine, but man, I got this. Let's stop the story because I got these great gags and these great jokes oh, to tell. Yeah, and and just keep derailing the momentum. And with that was the thing about this episode. I mean, one, would it be in 30 minutes? They had to just hit the beats and go. But I was like, wow, this is this is more like what I want. Where the humor's there but it's just not overtaking it's 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 not stopping the car to 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 try to make everybody laugh and And, in fact quite the opposite
0: it it seems like condensing these stories into 30 minutes they're having Mm -hmm. to cut a lot away a lot of fat and make it really lean and efficient as much as they can so the fact that they're able to find and and mine some humor out of this too is just impressive
1: no it's it, it makes me go like man if they could just get another 15 minutes or maybe even another 30 minutes so they could really expand would be, you know, really nice. But uh, if I got to go with two and a half hours or 30 minutes, and those are my only two choices. I'm like, well, uh, if you can do it in 30 minutes, then go ahead.
2: (laughs) I'm the opposite. Like I want that. I, and I agree with you about James Gunn when he's left his own devices, he will just sort of stop a movie. Um, but he is so good at weaving in themes and giving you those moments that like the moment like where you know he where Yandu decides to die like for his son is one of the most emotionally affecting moments i've ever seen and you
1: can't get that really in a 30 minute show i i felt like you know what never mind you love it no no
2: it's okay it's okay to disagree
1: (laughs) i just felt like it was so telegraphed and tropey and i was just like really are we, are we really gonna do this no i was like you don't have to do this he's already decided to make the sacrifice you could just not kill him because this is what. No,
2: you you, you, I, think, I think you have a good point and one of the things that i remember you said a long time ago you said uh i remember just like a, it was on a podcast i'm not gonna say the name of but you said you know somebody was like talking to you and they were really young and they're like oh i listen to jazz and you're like you're not old enough to like jazz yet and <laughs> and one of the things that i've learned is things will hit you different over the course of your life yeah and i think because like that i saw a of the galaxy volume two the weekend like the saturday the sunday after i got married and so maybe it hit um, me i was already in a, in a very soft yeah. spot yeah <laughs> i've
1: i've had that i you know what you know what dude i've had that happen yeah. i i saw some stuff recently that just just hit me as well like like i had an event in my life but just you know what uh that movie luca i was sitting here on a friday night like now watching it on my computer just enjoying it just having a good time and it got to the end and i was crying buckets yep. and i was like what is what is going on it's not even a sad ending yeah it's just very sweet <laughs> like when the fish boy came out it's everybody's happy it's yeah good <laughs> yeah. But the, but the town, everything—it was just so sweet. I was just ah, uh, lost it. So I, I, would, I get it.
2: I you know if you say Luca, it's funny. Like I swear to you, like <laughs> when I think about that movie, it's hard for me not to call it "Call Me by Your Name." Like, oh. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not be funny. <laughs> you're right.
1: You're right. No, 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 no. You you know what? It takes place in the same setting. It's it's still you know a little Italian town. I I just saw it more as like a a, a Miyazaki movie that was done with you oh. know. Pixar. No. And they even
2: named the town after Poco Rosso.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, Grant. We, sorry we, for the. We, 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 we told totally no, you. It's, it's all good. I this was along so for the, the ride. We're I was like, diverge. okay.
0: This is all good. We're, uh, we can go in that direction. Um, but <laughs> Grant, uh, Grant
2: needs a TVA for Elliot. That's what he needs. It's like, <laughs> just keep on diverging, Virgin, damn it.
0: We <laughs> just rein it back in. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about the collector. Uh, because we get a we get a different take here, and you you talked about this a little bit at the beginning, Martin. But um, the collector he is brothers with Jeff Goldblum's character right. um, from the, Ragnarok, the Game Master, the Game Master right? They're, and they're yeah. they're both supposed to be pretty powerful beings, but they both kind of meet a similar end here, where the people they've um, oh, preyed upon are turned
2: the against them the, at the very the end, right? With jobs,
1: yeah. Uh, well, you know, it, it's a funny thing because rewatching the episode, I was like, "Okay, well, he he met his he got his karma." He even says it out loud. But I was like, "Well, he's a very powerful being getting attacked by a bunch of people who've just been locked in a cube. So, <laughs> how long will it take before he just slaughters them all?"
0: Yeah, their muscles are atrophied, and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can <laughs> take you." Uh, but it was it was a a pleasant surprise seeing. Um, this different take, and I, I wonder if Benicio del Toro could pull off that kind of physique. <laughs> then, this guy looks like He <laughs> Man. I don't I don't you know, think that, so. That,
1: that I mean I know M- Marvel will will make you do you know go through uh, get a, they get you a, a trainer and make you go through uh, a, a serious regimen to right. uh, to get ready, and it's usually just to have two or three scenes where you take your shirt off. Like once they the the audience has established, oh, this guy's buff. Then it's all CG and and, and, um, and, and muscle suits, so it, it doesn't even matter after that. But uh, the kind of shape that guy was in, I don't know if that's <laughs> possible, unless you have one of those Bill and Ted face the music uh, n- naked muscle suits on. Yeah,
0: that's like yeah. young Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe. I
1: don't even know. Mm, I, yeah, either, even, either, okay. I was gonna say, even more so than that. It's more like, like the Tina Turner saxophone player. <laughs> wow, we can uh, back.
0: but he he was a he was a fun villain especially for a really short role here i i love him having access to all the weapons that he's collected and just kind of rifling through them and and he settles on uh hella's helmet and what were they dark dark blades or whatever um i that was I, i think that gives even more power to her character and uh what she was using, because she was slaughtering all the other Asgardians, I guess.
1: Oh, it kind of Oh, tracks. absolutely. Plus, every time she put that helmet on, it kind of pulled it back. You're kind of like, ooh, that's <laughs> hot, man. That's <laughs> badass. You can kill Wait, me, why, why is my neck hot? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: uh, what do you guys think of Howard the
1: Duck? I thought oh. he was
2: the best I've ever seen him in this show.
1: Yeah, everybody loves Howard the Duck. Uh, Post George Lucas, yes. uh, it's this. It's all about Howard's redemption and him popping up in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Was that like, oh, oh, he's there? Oh, wait, and, and now he's gone. He didn't do anything. None so <laughs> He's a. He's he's another one of those characters from the movies. Because you know, to be fair with the movies, there's so many characters. How can anybody get a lot of screen time? And for all we know, a lot of stuff was shot, and it just came down to like, yeah, we we can't keep this in. So it's good to have these characters get another say, a little bit more fleshing out, and for us to get more, get to spend more time with them. Well, I tell and, you, and I don't know who voiced Howard, but they were they were perfect. Seth Green. Oh, was it Seth Green? Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, tell you, her. before we move on from Howard the Duck, if if anybody hasn't spotted it, it's a little treat. Go back and watch Avengers Endgame, and when Wasp shows up at the portal scene, look behind her because it's there's Howard the Duck with just a huge gun.
1: Walking oh, through oh, the portals. Yeah, that's right.
2: Is I, I'm not as familiar with
0: Howard the Duck in the MCU, mm-hmm. um, or just in Marvel rather. Um, does he have any abilities? Is he just a drinking duck? I think it's like a, a detective a or something.
1: No, no, he's just a, yeah, he's just a talking, drinking, uh, cigar smoking duck. And, <laughs> yeah. and he and he has a he has a hot girlfriend. Okay. That's kind of it. But yeah, her name's Beverly. Some another hot redhead super sexy redhead that he has sex with that some of the in some of the comics he does Oh Uh, then that's that's about it
0: that's rough because uh if you ever look at uh duck penises man no thank you
1: (laughs) are they barbed yeah they're like messed up it's like a corkscrew thing it's awful hey hey i'm not kink shaming anybody here
0: I will don't 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 fuck with ducks. <laughs> that's what I'll say. <laughs> uh, and then we have a uh, then we have Nebula, um, and yes. she is remarkably a different character despite being a, a voiced by the same actress.
1: Uh, you know what? That that's I think that's one of the things I liked about this episode, Lucy. It, it gave me a, a good warm and fuzzy that there's all these tragic characters who are just kind of living a happy life now. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know what? Things didn't have to be that way.
0: Yeah, it's like Rax isn't horror like like losing all of his family. Korath has a new family and he's happy. Thanos. Yeah. T'Challa, I mean, must, must, have got,
2: yeah. T'Challa must have got to Thanos pretty early because Nebula doesn't have a lot of that trauma. Right. So it's like there like he probably he but she does have the eye so she he was probably like sort of it's probably about 20 years ago. So I imagine T'Challa convinced Thanos when he was like Thirteen, like
1: I want to see <laughs> <Yeah>. that story. <laughs> well, you uh, know, it's, it's the it's the on in, in Wakanda. That's how he was raised, hmm. my it's friend. What you do here with your daughter? This is no way. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, at the very end of this episode, we have um, we have Quill at, at Dairy Queen. He's listening on his headphones, and uh, Ego shows up. And the watchers basically implying that this could be the demise of this particular planet. Yes. Um, he leaves it open-ended of course, but I it, taking, taking these episodes into the larger context of the events at the end of Loki opening up the, the multiverse with WandaVision seemingly being able to tap into the multiverse to kind of make a, a connection once again with her kids. Um, and seeing these kind of alternate takes here. Um, knowing that as well as like, uh, Kang was purposely like culling other timelines and um, what am I trying to say about this? I I I'm wondering if we're seeing other timelines that are all destined for something tragic. Oh. Even like like if ego comes and takes over everything, that's a that's not the ideal timeline. That's not the one that King w- King was making sure was
2: the one surviving. But here's um, the problem with that: the the problem is, what do we define as tragic? Because you know what if say the the Earth is destroyed and the the you know but they stop them later. What if there's an alien planet that? would that would have got destroyed in the prime timeline that doesn't get destroyed in this timeline.
1: So it's like,
0: right. I mean, I, I guess it's relatively.
1: You know, yeah. yeah. And know, it's, all relative. it's, it's, it's all, it depends on your perspective as far as what is tragic and not.
0: But if we take into context, like infinity war, if, if our, un, if our timeline is the one that Immortus, uh or he who remains, I guess is his name. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if our timeline is the one that he chose to stay, it is also the one in which Doctor Strange sifted through millions of options, four million options or whatever, to see the one where Thanos is successful with his genocide, and then they're able to reverse it. Mm-hmm, right. And that is the one of the like very few timelines where that's actually successful and able to happen. And that is the one that he who remains allowed to exist, this reality. These other ones are splintering off where T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. You see that that opens the door for Ego potentially or um, uh, Carter becoming um, Captain Carter. Uh, if that opens up a portal to that tentacle monster guy, uh, Sigaroth Sh- or whatever his name was. Um, what, what does that mean for potential problems within that timeline as well?
2: Yes. I see it you, you just you saying that it actually just made me realize something and I have a theory I think because Marvel what they one thing they love to do is they love to they never waste a second of screen time they're always building they're like' like they love money and I love money too so I'm not knocking them especially now that I'm a dad I could use a lot more money but like that look that joke did not land but we're gonna keep going um
1: it's <laughs> not <Sometimes laughs> a joke matter of yeah. landing. No, 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 it no, 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 no. We're, we're late dads. We just we just laughed on the inside. I, no, it's okay. I, I no, got but, it.
0: Like we just felt it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, there's gonna need to be
2: something like the TVA, but not as draconian. And not to reset timelines, but to solve disputes. I think the sequel series, not the sequel series, but there's gonna be an additional series to what if it's gonna be like a multiverse animated series. And what we're seeing is the principal player is probably minus T'Challa because Chadwick Boseman is not around anymore. And I don't think they want to recast him. I think what we're going right. to see is we're going to see a multiverse Avengers. They're going to have their entire own series to step in place of the TVA and to not prune timelines, but to solve disputes between timelines once they get to the point where they notice each other.
0: I, I certainly think that this could be building... Uh, and, and yeah, I discussed this a little bit last week as well, but I think this could be building to what is eventually the uh, fifth Avengers movie, yeah. in which we do have King uh, consolidating and conquering different worlds within the multiverse, right? And what we have to have is not only all of the Avengers attack Thanos, but we have to have all the Avengers and different variations of them from different universes come together yeah. to
2: fight. Kang, oh, and that's going uh, to be a you,
0: CGI kaleidoscope of boss well, I can't, sh-
2: I can't it, show it, but I, I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about that. That's going to be so cool. <laughs>
1: well, it makes me wonder if they will do a thing because uh, Marvel has, for the most part, stayed out of doing that. That's always been a, a very much a DC thing. And every time I hear about multiverses, I uh, I get the opposite of goosebumps because I look at what DC Comics has done with their infinite crises and screwing up their continuity and just making a mess of it and then try to fix it again like every time Superman or Batman are clearly about to turn 40 they go like all right it's time to just reset everything (laughs) um so when Marvel stepping into this I'm like okay well especially the MCU like all right guys but they did do this before and then they set up a thing where all the universes were all the multiverses were colliding they had Battle World where it was like, "Hey, if you want to be the the one that stays, you got to fight it out," and they they finally consolidated everything back to something. with some things from from the different Battle Worlds have stuck around, like with their Ultimate Universe. When you know one of the times they split off with an Ultimate Universe, and then they went, "All right, Miles Morales is cool." Yep. <laughs> um, the rest of y'all, I don't know. Hit the bricks.
2: <laughs> it's like you know, and you're completely right because, like, if you look at what they did with the Ultimate Universe, where they hired Jeff Loeb to just go and demolish that entire universe, yeah. And yeah. it still, it just still makes me so angry because I, I really liked that line. But what they did is they took everything they could good out of it, and now yeah. they have Miles Morales on a kids' show that's that with 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 Peter Parker and, and Spider Gwen. So they're like, oh no, we're gonna harvest.
1: We're gonna see what's yeah. good. We'll yeah. take that. Yeah. The rest of y'all yeah. can go fucking hit the bricks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what Ultimate Fantastic Four? Yeah, yeah, we don't know what that is. Get, mm-hmm. Go. Uh Ultimate X-Men. Yeah, we yeah, some of that stuff we cherry picked, but the rest of y'all get the get get out of here.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be, yeah, they're they're spinning a little bit out of control here with the MCU. Like they're making a lot of different characters and properties and um it could just get excessive at a certain point where it's hard for even the hardcore fans to be able to track everything.
1: Yeah, which is how it is in comics. Uh, I mean, Kevin, Kevin Feige has proven himself to be a pretty good architect of things. And even when something goes wrong, um, they'll come back later and fix it. They'll, they'll, they'll Either in a TV show. I mean, as much as people were like, man, Age of Ultron... They went with we one division. Went like, what was that you didn't like about it? Boom, 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 boom. Now, now, how about that? Now, yeah, but- with Infinity War, it's like, oh, you didn't like Thor the Dark World? Well, now it's important again because of what we
2: just. Yeah, did. you beat me to it. It's like you're gonna <laughs> like this movie.
1: We don't give yeah. a shit. You're, this movie yeah. is essential, and you cannot skip it. But it, but it's like they they go like, yeah, we know where we went wrong, but yeah. we also have a plan to fix it, to make yeah. it to make to make it better later. Yeah. So so, I, I mean, look even a, somebody who's right all the time will eventually be wrong. So they they could they could get in over their heads. But until they do, I'm not going to predict that happening. But, but here's the thing. Even if they get in over their heads,
2: the multiverse, and especially like a battle world, is an easy, easy way to do a soft reboot. Because yeah. then you can just reset it, and it still relates back to the old continuity, so the, so the hardcore fans are happy. And then if... If you if you pass the nostalgia cycle because i mean they're already 14 12 12 14 years in now they only yeah. they only have to get to 20. they only have to get to 2029 and they're they're in the nostalgia cycle at that point and so you're oh, it's true and so at that That's point you say, yeah if you just uh reboot it you're like well we can just do iron man and shit again but this <laughs> time it's the reset universe and the only soft
1: reboot they've done was with the hulk
2: yeah but this would be like an explain soft reboot. And like, it's like, okay, well, we this is the new version. It grew out the old version. So it's not technically a reboot. And they're just completely stunting on uh, on DC as always. And I don't care what people can get mad at me if they want. <laughs> this is this entire what if show is a flex.
1: <laughs> Marvel is always flexing on DC. It's just like, c- come on, guys. Like they're th- this is they're they're not
2: just lapping you. Like y'all are outside of the stadium. Like, I need to keep it together. Like, <laughs> Suicide Squad was good. It was really good. But come on, guys.
0: Yeah, I think it's the only good DC movie I've ever seen. You can bring up the other ones. I'm still going to say none of them are good unless you go honest. back to Nolan's
2: Batman movies. No, well, that doesn't count. Of, of the current continuity, Suicide Squad is the only one I can say it's good without any caveats. Uh, the other ones, I'm like, it's good, but you have to X, Y, and Z. It's like the first with Squad Squad. I'm like, it's good, but it's only because Will Smith really wants it to be good, and he he even mimics his character. He's like, I will, I've to drag you across the finish line. I'm gonna make this a good movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, y- y'all are gonna make me look bad. Yeah, or, or <laughs> I'm or I'm gonna look good no matter what happens in this. Uh,
0: people bring up Shazam uh, or Mark or Mar- are, are
1: you gray. with me? Yeah, I, you know. You what? Know, yeah, name. I, 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 sure. I gotta be honest. I'm, I'm, I just not cra- crazy about any of them. It's weird because I don't like Joker, but I still think it's good. It just oh, didn't deal with that one. Yeah, I need yeah. to see it, so I, I can't judge that one. Oh, you, still, oh, you still haven't seen it? I
2: didn't have it. I, I don't like, I don't like uh, Joaquin Phoenix, honestly. So I'm just like, I'm good.
1: <laughs> like, oh, no. okay. Fair. But I, I need to see it. I just, fair, I'm not fair, looking fair, forward fair to enough. it. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. I, I, I really didn't like it, but I recognize the good filmmaking that it was taken from <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Um, but, but hey, it's, it's it? one of those. Like,
0: That's a bold uh, that? one. And Nicole Jackson said <laughs> Suicide Squad is horrible. Worse what? than Wonder so, Woman uh, too.
1: Well, let me get this straight. So, and I appreciate you watching Oh, wait, hold oh, 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 oh. Th- thank you. No, I really like Wonder Woman, the first one. I I, I genuinely like that movie a lot.
2: Yeah, but she's saying that Suicide Squad 2 was worse than Wonder Woman 2. I'm sorry, in Suicide Mm. Squad 2, do they just inhabit a guy's body and just don't even talk about about it? it?
1: Elliot, don't go that road because Wonder Wonder Woman 2 is the worst. It's it's one of the worst things ever. I only just just saw it last week and I was like,
0: what happened with this film?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You you watch it and when it starts out not that good, you go, Well, you know, it's just starting out, and a lot of these movies do this in the beginning, and it'll get better. And it just gets worse and worse (laughs) and worse. And then you're just kind of watching, you can't pull away because you're like, how much worse can it get? And he goes like, oh, 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 you just wait, buddy. I've very committed to this.
2: Damn it. <laughs> My favorite yeah. part of that is it has the Transformers 2 uh travel logic where it's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna take a jet, we don't know if it has gas across the ocean. It will just magically get to Egypt. And they did the
1: exact same thing thing in Transformers 2. And everybody like yeah. crucified that movie for it rightly. No, no, they, they act like the country of Egypt. Uh, or is that where they went, or was it Jordan? I can't remember. Well, think they, they made it up. It was, like, a made-up Middle East. Was it uh, Quarock or something? Quarock, Quarock. Uh, yeah, but they act like it's Round Rock, right? Yeah. Uh, once you get there, it's so small, you can easily find the person, as if <laughs> it's not huge, and it could be anywhere in yeah, there. Nope, 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 he's right there. There we go, on that road. There he goes. No, you're completely
2: right. It had that weird 80s jingoistic, like, uh, and which is fine for the '80s movies because that was the time, but it's like 2020, guys, and you're acting like this is the
1: the kingdom of the of, of the crystal skull or some shit or the, the second Indiana Jones uh, movie. Honestly, early on, I mean, like the first fight with her at the mall. It, I mean, well, I, I know it's I know it's I know it's blasphemy for people to hear this when I say it, but it's one of the things that really made me know that Spider-Man Two was going to be a piece of trash because it starts out where the big thing, the big set piece is Peter Parker, who's a genius, can't figure out anything to do other than deliver pizzas, That's, that's <laughs> and which which is really like the, they couldn't figure out anything for him to do. And so with this, it starts out where, where Wonder Woman, she is wasting her time stopping jewel thieves at a mall who are probably stealing from a costume jewelry shop to begin with. Um, <laughs> and it, it like, like there's nothing else going on that she has to, to stop to do that but that's like that's what the best you guys could write i was like this is giving me that feeling but hopefully things will turn around it'll get better <laughs> um but the things that kept going wrong was like is there are there any adults working on this like these every mistake was something that was easily preventable yeah like 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 with the first movie i get it the 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 final act is not that good uh you know, the whole switcheroo with with, uh, with Ares and, you know, eh, CGI, eh, whatever. You know, every, every effect can't be great. But it's it's a letdown after the, the first two-thirds of the movie was so good. Well, to be
2: because... fair, they ran out of the Captain America 1 script to copy off of.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but then you figure, like, well, the second movie, they can correct all that. And the trailers look pretty good. And you, you just have no idea of just how much worse it was going to be. Yeah, that whole thing of stealing a plane – it was like, hey, we stole a plane from a museum that they somehow had completely gassed up. Yeah. Which no one does. It's like, it's a plane. <laughs> it, it, it's a plane in the 80s. Like, there's a lot of moving parts, guys. Like, it's not yeah. just going to be ready to go. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't be. Um, the funny thing is with the, with the new Suicide Squad, I liked it. Not as much as most people. But I've been reading through a bunch of Suicide Squad uh, comics just for... The, the Loose Cannon podcast I got to do that was going to be tomorrow, but it'll be pushed back next week. Um, there's so much from that, that the suicide that James Gunn took that directly from the comics that I didn't even know. I just thought, oh, okay, he's doing this. He's doing this. It's like, oh, no, that was actually already in there. Yeah.
2: No, but you had, you had a really good point about James Gunn that he will stop the movie just to like have this like gag and it almost get, it's some it gets in the way of the good stuff he's doing in the movie. Because yes. like, it takes up so much time that I wanted more time with that battle at the end, with that cool ass gun that Deadshot puts together off of his suit. Like, show me more of that instead right. of these gags about. <laughs> and then he rambles.
0: just loses the gun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but the, wait, about Popeye guy's mom. It's like, wait, okay, wait. Cool. You know what? Yeah, okay, okay. I'm gonna stop you uh, and 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 show you what you just did. You said yeah. Deadshot, but it was actually Bill Sport. Oh. <laughs> Because because bloodsport is so very much because he's so he's so dead shot. It was just like, okay, we couldn't get Will Smith back. <laughs> get off our backs. <laughs> no, you're oh my god, man. I'm man, I, I, if But
2: then if, they throw in I'm, Peacemaker just to make it the same character <laughs> like oh, we have the same backstory. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing really interesting <laughs> going on here. But to bring it all, all back, what if just to... Oh I yes, had... welcome to uh,
1: welcome oh, that to we about? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. No,
2: this is my fault. So I'm going to I'm going to be the one to just yank it back <laughs> and the same time. Um this episode was I actually I actually enjoyed it. Um I wish that it's like when I when I was in school one of the best teachers I ever had was actually a, a class I had to transfer out of because it would have tanked my GPA. But she gave me one of the best lessons I ever had where she said, "Elliot, you write like, it goes from point A to point B to point E. And I need you to show me A, B, C, D, E. Mm. And my big critique with What If is that it goes from point A to point B to point F. And I wanted to show me just a little bit more of the connective tissue so that I'm not taken out of the narrative because I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Why does Yandu just automatically show this guy the, the universe? Like, he's still a bad guy then. He's still working for... Is he just because he's so guilty from the stuff that happened in Guardians 2? Like, I wish they had done a little. We I wish can't return
0: them, the kid uh, now.
2: Yes, <laughs> we can't return him now. We no, already kidnapped okay. him. I wish they had All done right. a little bit more, a, a few more drafts of their scripts, and they. I, like, I, I,
1: hmm. Well, it was just one of those things where, when you get to the end of, end of Guardians Two, he has already expressed his regret at like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sorry that I treated you the way I did. I did it for these reasons, and I was to protect you, but eh. And maybe i was a little bit severus snape on this and i i, I feel bad I mean, now I'm, I'm sacrificing my life to you um so it was almost like with t'challa he had a chance to go like uh this kid's much better and i i don't want to be shitty to him the whole time well it could be and, like you and, know- and, and, and 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 t'challa clearly is a, a very good convincer who says who lays down an argument and you go like huh well, damn, I was ready to tell you off. But now that you say all that, I didn't get to hear before,
0: okay? Right. It's like, here's why you're going to keep me on this ship and take me wherever I want to go. All yeah.
1: right, cool. And, and I right. agree
2: with that. I just want a little bit – I just I wish they had done a few more passes on the script to just show
1: me a little bit more about how that happened. Well, you know that means it's got to be a 45-minute show instead of a 35-minute show. Yeah, That's you need some would, more I would, time. I would love a
2: 45-minute what if. These poor animators I are like, know yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're struggling to put out 30 minutes of this. Hey, Come on. I'm sorry. They, they, got a, they got a bunch of animators and storytellers that need work.
1: <laughs> i'm a job creator what can i say yeah if only it worked that way <laughs> the, the, the people with the money don't want to give out more
2: <laughs> oh i know it's one thing you actually um i try to i try to explain to like students when they're coming out i'm like you know you're gonna make the, you're focused on the salary but you don't know anything yet so wh- think about why they're paying you that much and they go oh i'm like yeah yeah
1: <laughs> get ready for 70 80 hour work weeks yeah no i tell anybody if you go to work and they show you where there's cots and showers Oof. you don't want to work there <laughs> it's like whenever and, and they and start
2: that, and saying, and if you read a res if you read a posting and it says looking for somebody who likes a fast-paced culture that can adapt to change
1: run yeah. away yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I and I told Grant this, my canary in the coal mine is asked to walk around and see the employees. And if you see Dilbert cartoons posted up, that's do not work there. <laughs> you did tell me that. Yeah <laughs> that's a great advice. If you see Scott
2: if you see Scott Adams run away. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up then. This has been a <laughs> delightful conversation about um, Marvel and an the DCU and everything, whatever. Because <laughs> um, it's a 30-minute episode. It's hard to sketch it out. is <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I'm being sincere. I loved it. Uh, just like I loved the actual episode and uh, I'm excited to come back next week to talk about episode three, but before that I want to say thank you to everyone who came and tuned in and listened and chatted with us and thank you so much to Martin Thomas of doubletoasted.com for joining. Oh, us.
1: Thank, thank you guys. Thank, thank you for inviting me. I, I hope to I get a chance to do more of these with you.
2: Yeah, we'll have to have you come back on. Uh, Elliot, thanks as always. Thank you so much. And I want to say thank you to, I think her name was Nicole Jackson who mm-hmm. read the comment about Suicide Squad. I may have gone after you, but I appreciate <laughs> you watching, and I am just a horrible person. So that's not you, that's me.
1: No, no. She she, she said something really stupid. It's okay. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Elliot doesn't have the monopoly on being a horrible person. <laughs> There's room for Martin as well. Yeah, thank you guys so much and uh we'll be back next week uh next Friday to talk about episode 3 so just make sure to uh tune in then. And uh until then, mcu you later. Bye. Oh. <laughs>